This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al and Brian. Dominating is not even the right word. Just obliterating the formerly 6-2 on a five-game winning streak. Jacksonville Jaguars. 34-3. There's a lot of positives to take away from this game. Very few negatives. Uh, Al, how was your Sunday sitting at that bar, uh, drinking and enjoying uh, some pretty impressive football? I mean, I'm paying for it today a little bit, but it, it was it was definitely <laughs> worth it. Um, it was one of those days where you're like, yeah, I'm only going to have two or three, and then you look up at halftime, and it's 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 already gone to hell. But um, it was fun to do, man. Like I said, I needed a day like that. So, But listen, if you watched the 49ers play the Cowboys and then you went into a coma for a month and you woke up, you would say, oh, well, this just looks like the 49ers. But I would think, I hope everyone listening to this show did not have that happen to them. So they saw the struggles for the last three, four weeks, well, three three games. And what was this team going to come out like? In the boxes yeah. I wanted to see checked, was, Black, was Brock Purdy going to play a complete game? Was the defense going to look like the defense? Were the Avengers essentially what it is? Was it Avengers <laughs> yeah. Assemble and the 49ers yeah. would look like the 49ers again? And that's the thing I keep saying. And I saw Matt, Mi- Matt Miyoko actually said this too. He said, Well, the defense looked like the defense. He said, I know yeah. that's not the best way to put it, but to me, that's the best way I can put it too. The 49ers looked like the 49ers. Mm-hmm. There's your analysis. It just looked like the team that they thought they would be. The defense looked like the defense and the defensive line we thought it would be. Brock Purdy was. I mean, I have so many stats on what he did that I'll give later. I thought he played a phenomenal game, absolutely phenomenal, and it was a response game for him. And he had everybody back. You had Debo, you had Trent. You had a defense now that was hopefully rested. You hope Dre Greenlaw still doesn't look like Dre Greenlaw to me, but I would hope he was he's, he's getting a little bit more on the mend. You had Chase Young in the fold. So were they going to look like, again, the Avengers, just this team of stars, which is what they are. Yeah. They're a team of stars that's going to come in and when they have all of their stars, they're probably going to kick your ass. And, and that's what we saw. And that's what it was. And it was, uh, yeah, for all the the worries we've been doing the past three weeks or so, this, this was good to see because it put a lot of things to rest at least for now. Yeah. And you know, it goes to show 
what Trent Williams means to this team, what Debo Samuel means to this team, specifically the offense. And, you know, I think not only did not only did they make changes on the defensive line with the addition of, of Chase Young, not only did they make changes on defense where Steve Wilkes was now down on the sideline, which seemed seemed to do well, uh, you know, the, the players seemed to in, uh, appreciate him being down there. You saw a couple times, you know, he was, you know, celebrating in, in his own subdued manner. Uh, you they know, just he's needed not, some hugs. He's, yeah, just he's not going to. That's all it he's, was. He's not going to be Salah. He's not going to be Ryan's. But, you know, he he did uh, he did Hargrave sack celebration when Hargrave yeah. came off the field after his sack. You know, he was uh, very much given uh, Avery Thomas uh, hugs and daps uh, when he made his uh, his strip sack or not strip sacks, uh, strip tackle. Um, it's just. Like we said, we had questions going into this game. Were they going to answer them? And 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 they answered them in in the best way possible. Mm-hmm. And that was a an absolute thorough domination of a team that was vying for the number one seed in the AFC at six and two uh, when they played. So it it was just it was a fun game to watch. It was a, a great game to to really establish what this second half is going to look like as long as this team remains healthy. In fact, Colin Coward said today on his show that uh, a healthy 49ers team is by far and away the best team in the NFL. And it's not even close. And, and, you know, based on what this team has looked like when they were healthy, which is the first five weeks and then week 10, it's hard. It's hard to argue that, that that's not the case. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And I guess I have to start with the defensive line because this team is built around the defensive line, right? They put a lot yeah. of resources into it. They put a lot of money into it. Hargrave makes 20 plus million. Eric Armstead makes a ton of money. Nick Bose is the highest paid player in the league. And you, you bring in Chase Young as an addition. This The defensive line makes a ton of money. They needed to step up. They needed to kind of show who they were. And they did from the word go. Javon Hargrave was a problem. from the first snap just pushing people back into the pocket he looked like the guy that the 49ers expected he would be when they gave him all that money Mm. dominating the stuff he did with philly last year and i guess earlier in the year with the niners too yeah absolutely dominant from the from the inside and then you have nick bosa who again going back to what we said earlier nick bosa looked like nick bosa that's all it was he played phenomenal he he forced one of the interceptions with I forget was it Hufunga who picked it off I don't remember but Bosa was out there causing havoc he's mm-hmm. got a sack and a half he has a strip strip sack in there he was just all over the place he looked like an elite defender that we said and, and Brian Baldinger had mentioned you know he's not looking like a Miles Garrett or TJ Well, he did in this game he, yeah. he looked like Nick Bosa so that that was huge to see Chase Young got in there with four pressures and I think he had a half a sack too half sack just yeah. fit right in 
this defensive line dominated from the word go. And even even the changes that they made in the secondary, Brian, Ambry Thomas, who the yeah. hell saw that coming? And he played terrific. <laughs> he, he did. He played the best game of his career. Not maybe. It was. It was 100% the best game of his career. Should have had the touchdown. I still don't know what the hell happened on that touchdown. Why they the 49ers sideline came the 49 sideline came on the field. Is that why they called it back? I that's couldn't, why, I couldn't yeah. figure it out. That yep. was very deep into my enjoying my day, by the yeah. way. So maybe that's why yeah. I, I was I couldn't figure it out. But I was like, what the hell yeah. is going on? But um he looked he looked terrific and he clicked Lenore inside. And there there were a lot of times where Lawrence, well, I, Trevor Lawrence, I'm sorry. I don't want to mm-hmm. hear that he's a top whatever quarterback again. I just <laughs> uh, he's been I know he's got some offensive line problems and then nobody yeah. was going to succeed against this Niners D, but he has not looked like an upper echelon QB this year. Anyway, there were a lot of times that he went back to throw and just froze. His first read mm-hmm. froze. And then mm-hmm. there was nothing he could do because the rush was on him. So whatever was happening in the back end the previous three weeks where guys were just, you know, getting rid of the ball in two seconds and there was this cushion, wasn't wasn't there this week. And the defensive line got home five sacks, mm-hmm. I think it was. So mm-hmm. everything you wanted to see, check, 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 check. Niners defense, if it stays like this, it's it's going to be a dominant unit again for the rest of the year. Yeah, I would be interested to see what the numbers are in terms of uh, how much man coverage they played. It felt like they were playing more than they normally do, and it felt like that was, you know, we talked about it in the preview that Trevor Lawrence's QBR against man is so much lower than it is against zone, and mm-hmm. it's largely because, uh, again, they are predicated on a really – you know that offense is is very much a uh it's an intricate offense it's not a bruiser it's not you know it's not we're lining up with our guys and we're going to beat you it's it's very intricate mm-hmm. it's very um i don't know i i would almost say one dimensional they don't really have a run game very much and you know i think lawrence has really lived on quick passes largely because of that offensive line it's it's pretty bad if we're being perfectly honest um but you know and and zone beaters rpos things like that and it felt like the 49ers played a lot more man and it really it really made a big difference because the jacksonville jaguars receivers weren't winning on their routes and so there really wasn't anywhere for lawrence to go and it is a perfect example of pass rush and coverage being married to each other Mm -hmm. Right. The coverage was good, which meant the pass rush could get home. And you saw that in the, in the form of five sacks uh, on the day and, you know, two interceptions from Lawrence, a, a fumble from Lawrence, you know, they forced what was it four turnovers total, I believe, uh, mm-hmm. and didn't and didn't give up any. Uh, obviously, that's going to be a recipe for success. I just think this this defense looked rested. Um, they looked like some guys that may have been banged up, including Javon Hargrave, who was on the, you know, he was on the uh, injury report all week. He was questionable going into the game. Um, but again, he, he just, he dominated, but you know, it, it, it looked like, it looked like this team came out of the bye healthy and was ready to, to let everybody else know, as I said earlier, Hey, we're back. Like, you know, that wasn't us for those three weeks. And this is the stretch where they need to play this way because mm-hmm. the schedule isn't easy. Um, you know, they've got Tampa Bay at home this week and, you know, they can't take them lightly. And I don't think that they will, but then it's Seahawks, Eagles, Seahawks. And uh, man, that's a, a brutal stretch, especially with uh, that first Seahawks game being in Seattle on a short week on Thanksgiving. 
Uh, and then that that Eagles that Eagles game looms large in week in week 13. And uh, I am I am very much looking forward to that game uh, as I already had some Eagles fan just talk shit in my mentions uh, for no apparent reason whatsoever about Trent Williams. So um, it was it was the performance that we expect. And I would almost argue maybe even better because of the way that Ambry Thomas played, which is not something that we expected. Uh, but with Thomas on the field, that bumped Lenore inside and it kept Isaiah Oliver off the field. And I think that was a big, uh, a, a big boon for, for this team. And if Thomas can play like he did on Sunday moving forward, that's humongous. But even if he plays at 80% of what he played mm -hmm. on Sunday, that's still really good. And that's still enough to keep, Oliver on the uh, off the field and and Lenore in the slot. So um, all good things on the defensive side of the ball. Really nothing to to point at and be like, what's going on there? It was it, it was, was absolutely everything you'd want to see. Yeah, overwhelming. And look, they got to to an NFC Championship game and should have gotten to a Super Bowl with Avery Thomas playing corner a couple of years ago. True. It's not True. like it's not like they can't do that with him. Is is yeah. I'm not saying he's 1994 Deion Sanders, but. He he can be serviceable if the pass rush gets there or whatever. So mm -hmm. you know, let's see what happens. It's one week, but but so far so good.